the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? Did really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and our producer, Ed Salzville, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Again, today we have Mr. Helmut Welk, who does raft trips, although don't get the wrong idea. It's not whitewater, is it? It's no, off the it's scale. <laughs> In the inverse direction. <laughs> to show God's creation. But when I was looking at your resume, Helmut, one of the things I was impressed by is you're an ambassador speaker for Logos Research Associates, a group that we have great respect for. Bruce Malone is also a part of that group, along with Sanford and others. And you have some real background for them to make you an ambassador speaker. One of the things that well, you, you have a wealth of topics that you offer people to talk on. In the last program, we kind of advertised the raft trip. But this time, I'd like to advertise some of the things that you offer to people. You have a talk on the relevance of Genesis to today. According to the millennials I speak to, there is no relevance for Genesis today. What are you trying to get across there? Well, there we're trying to show that we can trust Genesis in terms of science, such as the origin of life. You know, atheists like to say that they're more scientific, they're more realistic. So in that talk, we cover a number of different things, but we just do a little highlights. But then a separate talk is on the origin of life. There is no way that life could have popped into existence by itself on this planet or any other planet. Some yeah. uh, evolutionists try to, they do realize the problem of a uh, first living cell coming into existence. That's a real problem for them. So they just said, well, it came from somewhere else. Aliens dropped it off here. That just <laughs> makes it ridiculous, yeah. really. It does, it's a denial. It, but, uh, it, it is relevant and that it does explain a lot of our social mores, you know, even how we got the, the work week. Seven days, mo almost all cultures uh, have a seven-day work week, six days of work and one day of rest. That does not come from any moon or earth or celestial observation. That comes straight from the Bible. Six days creation, one day of rest. That is the only origin for that. You know, the month comes from the lunar cycle, the year from the earth going around the sun, but the week is based on the creation week. And then we just go into a lot of other topics, origin of life, a little bit of fossils, a little bit of genetics, which I think is the big one. Yeah. When they really push this, that E.T. brought life here, they have basically said they don't have an answer. Right. Another one of your talks is the top three reasons evolution is bad science. What's in that? Well, that again gets into a little more of the origin of life, and that gets into the fossils, you know. The three things are, could evolution have started? That's the origin of life. And then can evolution occur? I mean, does it really occur? And that gets into a little bit of genetic because 
as we've learned more about our genome and DNA and everything, how it works, it makes that alone makes evolutionary theory impossible in terms of going from a simple cell, wherever it came from, into all the modern creatures we see today. Genetics just does not allow it. Mutations cannot do what evolutionists want them to do. It just can't. And then the final thing is the question, well, even if it, as we see it today, it couldn't start, it couldn't happen, but maybe somehow it did happen. And that's a quick review of the fossils. The, do the fossils show that evolution happened in the past? And that's the third topic, and we get into that a little bit. And really, there are no transitional forms. If evolution was true, you know, Darwin even said that the fossil rocks, the strata, should be filled with transitional forms of creatures changing into another thing. We should have millions of transitional forms as we dug into the fossil records so well in the last 150 years, and we don't. We've got a handful of maybe uh, candidates that people have proposed, and every one of them has problems. They all are disqualified. The rocks, the fossils cry out and say, no, God is real. We need to worship our creator. And that evolutionary story never happened. The rocks say no. That was part of the title of Dr. Dwayne Gish's excellent book, which was one of the first things that led me into this. Me, me too. <laughs> you have another topic on evolution and unnatural selection. I thought natural selection was part of evolution. An unnatural selection. What's that about? Well, let's say that choosing evolution, either through theistic evolution or some other form, is not natural. It is not natural. And so we get into some of the reasons why there's big theological problems with trying to compromise and I believe in theistic evolution. Just the idea of millions of years of death and disease and dying. That is not a world that God said was very good after he had identified Adam and Eve, the first modern people. Even if you believe in theistic evolution, you've got a problem with millions of years of death and disease before sin enters the world. And a lot of people are realizing that is a theological problem. And then I also point out what natural selection really is and what it can do versus, you know, the evolutionary tree. And what makes a lot more sense is what we call the creation orchard. This is where the created kinds, you know, scientists, good scientists at various organizations like the Creation Research Society and Logos Research you know, they're working on what is a created kind, the biblical kind as we read in Genesis 1.1 and chapter 1. But what is that? Well, we think it's at the family level of classifications. And so you have, a, for example, the cat kind. We have two original cats that had all the genetic makeup to make more cats, but with a lot of variation in size, coloring, you know, tail type and ears and so on. But they're cats. And today we have, as a result of, you know, what can be fairly rapid speciation, we have lions, we have tigers, we have cougars, we have lynxes, and we have domesticated house cats. The Egyptians were domesticating house cats. So, but they're always cats. They yeah. will never turn to an eagle. Right. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Dr. Carl Williams and Ed Salzadel. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're talking with Mr. Helmut Welk and his fine ministry, and we're talking about his offerings for speaking at churches, at gatherings of any type, on the creation science set of issues. Another one that you talk about, Helmut, is Dinosaurs, People, and the Bible. 
Dinosaurs and people, they're not supposed to mix. Yeah, unless you watch the Flintstones, and then you can see, you know, Fred, <laughs> Wilma, and Dino are all there together. Uh-huh. You know what? There are actual evolutionists, you know, who are the more, you know, the more ardent and stringent types that hate the Flintstones because they show people <laughs> who Wilma and I hadn't thought of that. Fred are yes. people oh, living yeah. with dinosaurs. Yeah. And they hate that because they want 65 million years between those, you know, people and dinosaurs. So we get into that. We get into a lot of evidence. Uh, we get into the Bible, does mention dinosaurs. If you look at Job 40 carefully, and many verses, it's not just there, but also Isaiah, other verses. We get into the big, what I call the smoking gun. In fact, we have three smoking guns. You know, a detective, when he's trying to solve a crime, they always look for what the best piece of evidence has always been referred to as the smoking gun. You know, this proves that this person did that to someone else. Well, the smoking gun that we have today is a soft biological tissue in dinosaurs, and it's it's real. They're finding it everywhere. They're even looking at old dinosaur bones that were never put on display but are in the basements of uh, museums, and they're breaking them open and looking at them under the microscope, and there's proteins, biological proteins, that are still there. They shouldn't be if this is 65 million years old. So we get into that, some of the explanations evolutionists have to try to keep that 65 million years. But the bottom line, and lots of other circumstantial evidence shows people and dinosaurs coexisted. That washes away 65 million years and evolutionary theory as well. One of the things that you do that evolutionists absolutely hate is you attack or speak to the wide variety of evidence for a biblical worldview. I know. You have an engineering background, but you do talk to things in varied fields, such as human genetics in the Bible, astronomy in the Bible. What do you do there and why go there? Well, if God is true, God created and the Bible is true, then God invented science. And every branch of science confirms that God's word is true, including astronomy. You know, the macro looking at distant galaxies, looking at our solar system. Every planet in our solar system, we have sent space probes to. And a friend of mine, Bikes Basaris, was an engineer with the NASA military space program. He's been privy to all that data. He went to work for them as an evolution-believing atheist, and he came out as a born-again Christian and teaches now young Earth creation. Incidentally, we would recommend his videos are exceptional. They are. Every planet shows signs of being very young, that they cannot be millions and billions of years. They have too much heat or certain features or things that show that they, they just can't be that old, like Saturn's rings. You know, they're losing material from Saturn's rings. So you just do the math and you go, oh, wait a minute, that thing can't be around for millions of years or let alone billions. So every sign, and, you know, astronomy especially shows that the heavens really do declare the glory of God. <laughs> so, Helmut, how would people find out more about your talks and how to get a hold of you? The best uh, is that email that we also have to inquire about the Rim and Raft trips for okay. 2023, and that's info at qccsa.org. Now, it's, it's those five initials, Quad City Creation Science Association, qccsa.org. That's my home group, a local creation group that I helped found here in this area about 14 years ago. And where on earth is Quad City? Quad City is Davenport, Iowa, uh, and Bettendorf, Iowa, across the Mississippi from Moline, Illinois, and Rock Island, Illinois. There's four towns. All right. 
You've heard of the Tri-Cities in East Tennessee. You've uh, heard of the Twin Cities in Minnesota. We're the Quad Cities. All right. We haven't been able to even touch a large amount of what you do cover. I was very happy to see that you do have four presentations for younger students, which is really a, a lacking in creation science today because we're not catching them early enough. We thank you for your entire ministry of what you're doing, not only for the raft trips, but your speaking, and we hope that people will utilize the ministry. Thank you. Thank you. We recommend that you check out Terry Reed's book on his website at Why Should You Believe? You can get access to a whole range of Dr. Carl Williams' books on Christian historical fiction on Amazon.com. And we also recommend Scott Lane's new book, What If God Wrote the Bible, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere else. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones-Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.